You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm John Taylor. You're listening to the Attacking Scrum podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to Heads Up and welcome to 2017. Uh, we wave goodbye to 2016, the year that will be remembered for Brexit, Donald Trump, celebrity deaths and arguably the death of attacking Welsh rugby as well. Hopefully 2017 has got more uh, has got more uh, to cheer us up. Dan, how was your Christmas? It was good. Yeah, really relaxing. Spent uh, spent it up here actually. So didn't uh, didn't head back home. Yeah, so, yeah, it was good. First other other family around. First year in the house. Lovely stuff. Spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Yeah, you managed to get your uh, your turkey curry on the go. Yeah, had a lovely turkey curry, um, half and half. Yeah, and, obviously. Um, yeah, went down went down very well. Good stuff. And um, did you catch the rugby? During that time as well, like we said uh, beforehand, there's plenty of uh, plenty of rugby to be had. I don't know whether we can call some of it rugby, but I, I caught I caught the games. Yeah, um, uh, real mixed bag, wasn't it? It was. I was um, I was going to start then. Don't want to dwell on this too long. We've got plenty more exciting things to chat about than uh, than those uh, than those derbies. So just going to ask you to uh, to sum them up in uh, in one word, if you can. Um, so starting with the the Blues versus the Dragons, <laughs> you sum that up in one word. Poor. It was poor, wasn't it? I've um yeah. piss poor. <laughs> it yeah, was, wasn't if it? If you're just going for one, you could arguably just go for piss, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Um I'm going for I'm going for pointless for that, for the reason that there was it was quite literally pointless in the second yeah, half as well. Tough watch, isn't it? Yeah, good to see good to see a, you know, good to see a good number, a good crowd down there, but yeah. we'd, you'd expect that, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, it, it kind of lacked in uh, lacked in intensity. Ospreys versus the Scarlets. You enjoyed this one. Um my one would be a battle. Mm. Yeah, it was actually, wasn't it? Real. Yeah, it was a ding dong. Fierce up front. We didn't see um, we didn't see uh, much running, mm. running rugby, did we? But it was uh, it was really competitive. Yeah, I went for intense for my word, just because it was Spot a, on, a yeah. physical battle up front, yeah. and um, you know there there was a kind of, I think almost both sides didn't want to chuck it around too much because it's you know there was local bragging rights at. Um, 
you know on the on yeah. the table. So I think you know I think I think it was a you know fairly intense. Certainly the best out of the uh, best out of the bunch. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I mean uh, the the teams out west they're, they're way ahead, aren't they? I think they are. Um, and that was on display again in uh, Dragons versus Ospreys. <laughs> My word for that would be swimming. Yeah, I went for um, I went for Glastonbury on this one because <laughs> it was just yeah. I mean you, there are, there are big things afoot with uh, with the Dragons and the shared tenancy with Newport County and Newport RFC yeah, as well because that pitch is taking a hammering yeah three teams playing on that I mean it's too much isn't it? let's talk about also drainage issues isn't there as well with the development I think around the, around the corners pushing the yeah. water level up it's, it's a right it's knackered isn't it it's yeah. absolutely knackered yeah. um, and unfortunately you know you, there is no there's no solution by way of a 4G pitch because yeah. That would be the easiest thing to do, but they can't do it as long as the county the fo- are there. The football, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tandy wasn't happy at all, was he? No, and, and I get his point, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's just another kind of farcical, the latest farcical chapter in um, in the Dragons' history. Uh, and then just to wrap up on these uh, on these Christmas derbies, Scarlets versus Blues. Yeah, I thought it was it was it wasn't a great game again. Mm. Um, one word, Evans. Steph. Um, yeah, Steph Evans enjoyed. Uh, Enjoyed watching him. He was on fire, wasn't he? Yeah, I went for predictable just because I I kind of felt all along that that the Scarlets would get the better in that one because they're the informed side out of the two. Um, but to go back to your point, Steph Evans, that's where I'd like to to move us on to next is um, kind of players we're looking forward to watching in uh, in 2017. Now, I asked you to pick five players. Is he uh, is he on your list? He is on my list. Yeah, he's. Um... Yeah, that try it was a great try, wasn't it? And then, and then early in the second half, when he went on that blistering run, he's uh, electric, isn't he? He is. He's got a real pace. Yeah, I know there's question, there's a few question marks over his defence, um, but um, I think you know if we concentrate on his positives and what he you know what he does in attack, he has got to be knocking on the door now and looking at. Um, oh, he should have been there already. You know, I don't want to go over old ground again, but yeah, you know, he was in good enough form in the autumn to have him in the squad. But he's, He's consistent, isn't he? He's, he's playing playing really well week in week out. And I know a few people have mentioned about his defence, but it can't be any worse than George North. Mm. Um, or Exactly. So yeah, let's, let's throw him in. Well, how many how many law changes we uh, we went over in in uh, this week's fronting up? There's not going to be any tackling anyway. So yeah, it's going to be old school tackling. So actually, you know, and, and the offloads he uh, he showed and the dummies yeah. and stuff. Um, I think he's a player who's going to greatly um, benefit from. Uh, from from these kind of changes, so yeah, he'd um, yeah. I mean, I've obviously chosen different players to you, so without being able to choose him, I needed a blistering a blistering winger because everyone loves to watch a watch a winger fly, and I've got to go for uh, for Keelan Giles. Yeah, yeah, he's been electric, hasn't he? Yeah, also, and just really kicked on, has made that you know everyone knew about the talent he was from his exploits with the under twenties, um, that kind of call up to the New Zealand squad. Then making the bench against Japan and not getting on, but in between all that, he's been terrifying defences for uh, for the Ospreys, and he's looked he looked terrific. I just think he's a he's such a talent that not just his speed, his step, his natural instinct towards the line. It's exactly the kind of player we need within the Welsh setup. You know, we need to bring him on and make sure he he develops as a player. But he looks he looks terrific. Yeah, to he me. does. Do you think he'll start in Italy? Do I think he'll start, yeah. or would I start him? Sounds as if you would start him. Of course, I'd start him. Do you Definitely. think he'll start? No, no, no. I don't. I think Haley's too risk averse, as we've yeah. covered many times. Yeah, 
And no. either way, whether you know he, he should be in the Wales squad, in my opinion, he, as long as he carries on this form, I'd have him in the Wales side, particularly against Italy. But um, you know he's, he's tearing up trees with the Ospreys, and Ospreys fans are going to love watching him yeah. across the season he's as, so uh, as I do. He's a very exciting player to watch. Who's next? Next would be Cracknell. Wow, yeah. He's he's some player, isn't he? Big chap, 6'3", was he 17, stone 7? Um, hell of an engine on him. I, I'm really tipping him. I think he could be... Uh, versatile as well. Yeah, versatile, 6. I think his best position will be 6. I think I can see him in a, in a Welsh shirt at, in that position. Um, Club Six Nations. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. That um, is your boldest call on this podcast since you said that it was a masterstroke bringing Alex Cuthbert back into the side. Yeah, that went well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really rate him. Um, might be too soon, but yeah, I think we uh, we may well see him. Well, yeah, I'd, um, yeah, that is a big call. But he's certainly been very impressive over the last uh, over the last couple of months, and um, a, uh, a North Wales product as well. He is, yeah, RGC is. I think he was captain in the twenties as well. So he's got a fair bit on him, and um, yeah, lovely link-up player with Tipperick. Yeah, yeah, it looks um, like um, just ran the you know ran the outside line, just just stepped over and popped it through. So I, yeah, he's definitely one to watch. That brings that brings me on to my next choice, and yeah. it's obvious, but Justin Tipperick. Tipperick. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reasons why. I think for both the Ospreys and for Wales, he is absolutely crucial to them. You know, we're saying that you can't play kind of smash it up the middle rugby anymore these law changes are probably going to change that even further yep. that's why you need intelligent players like Justin Tipperick in there and it's a little bit sad that we're saying that our most intelligent player in the Welsh setup is a is a number 7 um, but he's got he's got everything about him you know and he is good over the ball I think he's a he's a wonderful player and I think um, he has to be integral to to that Welsh side if has you want to start doesn't he oh it has to start yeah and if you want to play if you want to play a more expansive Brand of rugby, you need players all across the pitch, particularly in the kind of the spine of your team, and he's um, and he's one that that does it in uh, in spades. Yeah, totally agree. Huge, huge fan, and he's got to, he's got to have that seven shirt. Uh, we did a um, we did a Facebook poll on this uh, during the week actually, and he was resounding um, the resounding yeah, choice yeah. of uh, top did, didn't he? Yeah, he did quite um, quite comfortably from uh, from Sam in second and and Covey in third. So um, yeah, really really exciting. Um, Really exciting season, I think, a year ahead. We've said it before. We could, have, we could have, we could have, a team of seven. Oh, we team of yeah. back row players. I mean, absolutely blessed. We are. Um, got any other back rowers in there in your uh, in your five? Nope, no other back rowers. Okay. Um, go on then. Who's your next choice? Next choice is Hewitt. Yeah. Um, it's a bit. Um, it's a bit disappointing. I didn't pick him myself, really, didn't it? I know. Yeah, I thought you would have had him down, but yeah, um, yeah just. He's 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 got a, he's got a fair bit about him, not just pace. Oh yeah, he's he has um, got more than that. He's got a good brain on him, isn't he? You can see the lines he runs, um, good understanding of the game. Um, so I I I'm excited to see him now um, coming into 2017. And uh, you know, if we could have uh, if we could have got the A team sorted, it would have been great to have seen yeah. him uh, him have a run, wouldn't it? Well, um, we'll, come, we, we'll come back to that um, yeah. a little bit later on, but. Yeah, I think he hit the nail on the head when he said he's more than just speed. I mean, he is electric. Yeah. He's absolutely he? rapid. 10.2, is he? 10.2, 10.3, yeah. something like that, over 100 metres. That's serious. So he's got some wheels, yeah. Serious wheels. So, I mean, but as well as that, he, he seems to um, to have a great step. Yeah. And, it's what and we've lacked as well, isn't it? We've lacked sort of um, out-and-out you know, out pace. Players, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and with, um, you know, with Hewitt and, uh, and your man Giles, 
we've got we've got real pace, but also people bought ballers as well. Yeah, and I um, um, I think that was evident in the Dragons games over the over the festive period, particularly the game against the Blues. It kind of looked a bit bereft of ideas, and the default thing was, oh, let's let's give it to um, to Hewitt and see yeah. and see what he can kind of conjure up. But um, yeah, he's a he's a very exciting player. Who's your Who's next? Well, um, I've got a couple more backs on the list. Um, I've also got another back rower in there, which I'll I'll just get out of the way, and that's yeah. Will Boyd. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's gone really really well, isn't he? Versatile. He's versatile. Yeah, I mean he's he looks like he's got the the lot. He's strong. Yeah. He's good over the ball. Abrasive. Abrasive. Yeah, real fiery bastard, and I like that. Um, got a stocky. He's he stocky, isn't he? Stats. Yeah. yeah, he's five eleven, fourteen stone nine. Um, he plays as if he's he plays as if he's got an extra couple of stone on that. Doesn't yeah, he? he does. Um, but again, I like that, and I think that's um, you know he's kind of he's he's light enough and quick enough to play six or seven, but he's good enough ball carrier, which is something we've said that we're short of in Wales. Um, so I think he's got plenty of uh, plenty of opportunity to to be able to. To fill in at eight as well, so yeah, he play anywhere in the back row, can't he? Definitely. And so yeah, I'm big fan. Week in, week out, delivering, isn't he? Yeah, and fair play. We said this before, but fair play to the Scarlets because they have brought through a number of players like him, like Elias, who've um, who've come into the setup and made life very difficult for players who were the first team choices yeah. originally, and that's resulted in you know because they've been picking on form. Well, yeah, they've ended up with with you know with. Turning the results around. I was about to comment on that because then you get real competition, don't you? It's what it's what we, you know, we would like to see Wales doing, wouldn't we? Not picking on on reputation, yeah. picking on form, and then, you know, the boys that have, uh, have have proved it in the past have got to actually step up and get you know get the shirt back. So it's really working in the uh, in, in at the Scarlets, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Who's next? Next on my list is Ashley Beck. I love Ashley Beck. Yeah, if he can if he can stay injury free, um, oh, that's that's the big thing with him, though, isn't it? He's, which he probably can't. He's unfortunately. had a horrid time with injuries yeah. for what for the best part of five years yeah. now. Yeah, and he's still he's still only young, um, but yeah, he, he picks a great line. Um, he's got good distribution skills, um, fairly strong kicking game as well, actually. So, and um, boy, are we crying out for someone like him? He's a proper baller, isn't he? he he's is. a really is a great footballer, and yeah. Um, very yeah. difficult to stop as well defensively he's good yeah so he's got it all um, question mark over speed possibly yeah the, I, I think he's, get I, away he's with... and he's wonderful for the Ospreys yeah I wonder whether it might be a fraction whether he's got that out and out pace for me he's got enough 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 upstairs to make up for that just by you know just by picking a you know picking a defensive line to cut out um, just to narrow the gap or whatever so I think uh, I think he'd be okay yeah, the big um, the big question mark, as you've already said, is about is about fitness, and yeah. I just hope he can he can stay fit because he's a player that Ospreys fans love yeah. watching, and and I you know I get a real kick out of watching him play because yeah. he's just he's just got that proper intelligence. Even though he's not the quickest player in the world, he looks like he's got so much time on the ball because he reads the game so well. Yeah, it's always it's always a telltale sign, isn't it? Yeah, it just, it, yeah, it just looks effortless. Um, so yeah, he's in. He's made my. Uh, he's made my my top five. Okay. Um, Who have you got up next? Pretty obvious choice for me. Okay. Um, but I've gone Sam Davis. Yeah. For a very similar reason that I've picked Tipperick in there as well. Because I just think if we're trying to play a um, an expansive brand of rugby, you need a proper baller at ten. I think Bigger had a, 
a good couple of games actually. Yeah. Um, and he's and he's coming back into form. He really is. And I really don't think you should chuck him chuck him out of the setup. I still think he's got a role to play. And I always think he's a bit under. He's always been a bit underrated with his footballing skills. But Sam Davis is so natural that I think he brings in players outside him. And I think that's exactly what the Welsh backline needs, and he's proven what an asset he is for the Ospreys. So Sam Davis uh, is, is very much going to be my one of my ones to watch for 2017. Okie dokie. Right then, your one more pick. Yeah, one more is Rob Evans. Mm. Um, he's made a big impact, hasn't he, since he's come back from his injury? They look great that Scotland's um, front row, haven't they? Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, he took off. He had a great game against uh, that. that Toulon prop didn't he saw him away in 30 minutes and um, yeah I think seeing him now come into some form would be great and mm. getting back in a Welsh ship but again God um, you know if he continues to have scrummaging games like that then he's, he's never been in question in the loose because he runs around he hits rucks he ploughs through players he's quick for a front row forward and he likes a, little, he likes a cheeky little offload as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he, exactly. Yeah, he's not known for uh, he's not been known for his scrummaging, is he? But when, mm. well, I, could, I, I was quite surprised when he when he when that when that chap went but off. You, mature, you mature as a prop, though, don't you? You know, you very rarely yeah. play your best rugby. Yeah, I remember watching days where um, you know Adam Jones was playing for Wales, and you thought, oh, I just don't think this guy's going to yeah. cut it, and he went on to be the bedrock of that scrum for a number of years. So I think obviously you, you do mature, really, isn't it? He's obviously working really hard on it, isn't it? They they you know, they work well with him down down the Scarlets, so. Yeah, it's just so exciting to see him back. Uh, we need him. I agree. Um, Who's your last pick? Left field. Oh, it's probably a Dragons player. It's not, actually. What? Yeah, no, no Dragons players have, have made the list. It's a player I'd love to see as a Dragons player. Um, but he's playing outside of uh, outside of Wales at the moment. I'm going for Owen Williams. Yeah, yeah. Hot topic. Yeah, it is. Um we said it a few times. I just think he's a wonderful talent, and you know, uncertainty over where he's going to end up. As far as I'm aware, he hasn't signed a new contract yet, and I think he's just a, a player that would be great to have back in Wales. And again, gives you more options at, at ten in the centres as well. Yeah, a lot of people saying, could he, you know, slot, slot him in at twelve? I think you could. Come good defence, isn't he? He's good. Def- he's a big chap. Yeah, I think he's. You know, I think so he's got confident as well. Yeah, he's he is. Confident. And I, I remember thinking that from kind of from minute one of watching him, you know, play youth youth rugby, and when he kind of first broke into the Scarlets team, I just thought, God, this you know, this guy's. Yeah. How can they afford to let this guy go? Yeah, it was a case of who is this, wouldn't it? Because yeah. he, he really, yeah, he couldn't couldn't get in for a while, could he? Just, and then, well, then they, he left got an injury, because, didn't he? Well, yeah, he, that's right. He had to run a game, but he'd already he? agreed to leave to go to Leicester at that point. He had, I think. yeah. I think he, think he played against Leicester, and he had a really sharp game. Yeah, and um, they obviously saw saw straight away this guy is quality. Yeah, and um, he's and he's proven it for them time and time again. So, yeah, I'd love to see him come back to Wales. Whether or not he will, I don't know. I very much yeah, doubt it'll be at the Dragons, but yeah. um, but I think he's a class act. Yeah. I, I really do, and and wherever he ends up playing his rugby, whether it's Imagine whether it's for Wales or it's it's just for for Leicester, it's you know it's good to see a Welshman playing good rugby, and I I think he's. He's shown some great stuff in the time he's been there. Pie in the sky stuff, but imagine you know Priestland, Priestland at ten, and, uh, and Owen Williams, you know, coming in at twelve. It would be uh, for what for the Dragons, yeah. Um, I don't know if I want Priestland to be honest. I'd sooner take Owen Williams at ten over Priestland. I still, th- I still think Priestland's got got a got a lot to offer. He'd be, mm. he'd be, gr- he'd be a he'd be an absolutely be a great signing for uh, for the Dragons. I'm not so sure. I think he'd break the bank, and I'm not sure he. 
I, I don't know if he's going to go anywhere. We'll go back to Scarlets, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, it won't happen, will it? Because the money's on. He's on. He's on good money, isn't he? But yeah, I don't think we'll get either of those players. But um, you know, I'm sure there's some Henson will slot in a ten. <sighs> Henson's not going to the Dragons again. Nor do I want Henson at the Dragons. You know what I mean? I, it's just, there's no, there's no point. Yeah. There's absolutely no point bringing him in, and we've not seen you know the kind of the veteran players come in to the Dragons to particularly help them over the years you know mm-hmm. the kind of Andy Powell and, and Lee Byrne were, were probably past their best when they turned up Goffey's yeah. last stint didn't work out particularly yeah. well um, I, I can't see you know Henson kind of being a particularly astute signing but um, yeah that's uh, so that's my five I think if you uh, if you watch those players throughout 2017 you're going to you won't go far wrong. There'll be some exciting players within there, and and your list as well shows there's plenty to look forward to this yeah. year. I think it's quite it's quite a challenge actually getting getting just five, isn't mm. it? And, uh, which is which shows we're in uh, we're in quite a good uh, quite a good state, I think actually. And going into the uh, going into Six Nations now, a lot of people have written us off. Mm. I actually think we're going we're, we're in we're in an all right position. Yep, I as usual am not so optimistic. I think uh, we're going to have a horror show over Six Nations. I think it will take Howley too long to make the changes. Uh, as I've said before, I don't think he's got the he's got control over that dressing room. I think he'll go with his tried and tested, which will probably be enough to get through Italy. And then I think we might well come unstuck, particularly if, as we said a couple of times, the games really open up because of the the law variations. And I think other sides will pick sides that are better equipped to doing that. I hope I'm wrong, but um, but that's so yeah, yeah. but that's me being on the the kind of sceptical side again. Okay. Okay. All right. So there's some players, uh, some Welsh players that we, we're going to look forward to watching this year. Time for uh, time for wish you was Welsh. Oh, I do like this one. Yeah. What? Uh, who's kind of caught your eye in in recent weeks that you would uh, that you kind of wish was a was a Welsh player? Uh, Johnny McNichol. Mm. He's caught my eye. Has he? Yeah. Been playing very well. He's he's a, he's a class act, isn't he? Seen him in a Welsh ship. Uh, Roughly. Well, yeah, I know you're roughly colours here, right? And this is my problem: is as always, I, you know, he, I think he wants to play for Wales. He, he does, doesn't he? He's come out, he's come out and said it. Yeah, I don't want to see him play for Wales because I don't think he really wants to play for Wales. He would much rather play for his native country. I don't like the thought of the Welsh shirt being a a second choice for anyone, you know. And as I've said numerous times before, and the players we've kind of listed already. Giles, Hewitt, even the play, you know, you're not going to just chuck George North out of the out of the equation. So with this one, it's a little bit close to home because it, it feels like it could be a reality. And I don't, I don't know. I might have to yeah, cancel. Well, this. I, well, I, I might have to cancel this feature now. I knew, I knew it was going to wind you up. Yes, yeah, so, uh, but I mean, look, the guy is a, step back a little bit. The guy is a, the guy is a classy, a classy player. Um, so I can't, I certainly can't deny that. Yeah, I'm enjoying watching him link up with the, with with some of the Welsh boys and you know the actual Welsh boys in the in the in the in the back line there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's a, he is he's a, a he's real a, talent. He's isn't an he? operator, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, who have you uh, who have you gone for? I've gone for uh, Hadley Parks. Hadley Parks. Yeah, yeah. and this yeah. is not just well, based on Christmas, but based on very similar actually. Because I know he's, it is. he's. I he, don't know that has he come out and said it. Yeah. He, oh. Well. Um, no, I don't think he has, but a lot. But almost everyone, everyone else has, yeah. haven't they? Have said, um, you know, when he qualifies on residence. I know you're just trying to rile me now because I can see that look in your eyes. Done exactly what I've done. But no, I haven't. It's not at all exactly the same because you knew Johnny McNichol said that. <laughs> um, but I've gone for Hadley Parks because he's exactly the kind of player that the Wales need. Right? He's solid. He's dependable. They're the adjectives that normally get thrown at him. I think he's much more than that. I think he's 
brilliant player. He reads the game fantastically. He's got good hands. Um, he almost reminds me a bit of like... Um, you remember when New Zealand mauled the Lions in 05? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. kind of really underrated player in that team I thought was Aaron Major. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't... The, you know, you had really flash players in there. You had the power of Umanga. You had the the real ball skills of of Carter. You had... Um, uh, who was on the wing? Sivavatu on the yeah. wing. You know, that, those kind of silky skills. But in between all of that, you had a player who made great decisions at the right time, like Aaron Major. Yeah. And I think that's what Hadley Parks does for the yeah. Scarlets. He orchestrates, he orchestrates everything, doesn't he? Everything that's good comes from him. Whoever's outside. He tidies everything up, yeah. doesn't he? When, when it's not on, he'll just tuck it back in. He is... He's a real class act, um, and that that for me is what Wales is really yeah. is really kind of missing is that presence in midfield who can um, who can distribute, who yeah. can put boot to ball when he needs to, and who can help the players inside and out of him yeah. really kind of come into their own. Yeah. So he just reads it so well, doesn't he? That's a gel, that cement, just to bind everyone together. And um, by all accounts, he's a top bloke as well. Um, yeah, so that's a great shout. Yeah, so yeah, big fan of uh, big fan of him, and I think the the Scarlets absolutely uh, absolutely love him down there. Yeah, so what, yeah, he's, a, what a sign! He's my pick. Right next up, um, we're going to have a um, another little kind of tip of the cap to the uh, to the Premiership. Again, as we as you mentioned on last week's um, on last week's pod, it's becoming kind of really really hard for us to to cover the Prem. And I say I've, I've I have really enjoyed it this year, but it's becoming increasingly hard to kind of keep up and what we know is from kind of running a fan podcast there are fans out there who know a hell of a lot more about Prem Rugby than yeah, absolutely. Uh, than we do so I mentioned it on the last podcast and I tweeted all of the all of the clubs who um, who were, were kind enough to give us a retweet so if you do want to get involved and want to come on and talk about your club on the podcast we've had a couple of people get in touch and I'll, um, I'll be dropping them a line as well but just Give us a follow on Twitter. Drop us a, a direct message with your details, and we'll just get you to come on and, and talk about um, and talk about your club and, and how they've been getting on because that's what we want. You know, we know there are guys out there watching loads and loads of rugby, and um, and we want you to uh, to be a part of this. So yeah, we'll um, very much uh, very much look forward to chatting to some of you throughout the rest of the season, especially as it starts heating up now with the uh, the split into into two leagues. Yeah, it's really getting pretty pretty spicy, isn't it? And it, it's not. It won't take a huge amount of time, will it, for someone to you know call up and go through? So, yeah, hopefully uh, get a bit more participation there. Indeed, uh, we're going to have a um, a quick glance at, uh, at the fixtures for the weekend. So, all four regions in action. Dragons versus Treviso is the is the first of these again on that on that Rodney pitch. God, these games. I yeah. know. Jeez. That's dire, isn't it? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's the end. That's the end of that, isn't it? It worries. It worries me that fixture because it's just like it really feels like a a lose lose on that pitch. It's not like we're going to go and run in five or six tries. If we win, it'll be a win, but it's it's not going to be enough to to keep the uh, to keep the dragons faithful happy. No, no. You, nothing, you can't you can't really play, can you, with that with that the pitch like it is? I mean, it's, it's mission impossible. It is, and I'm going to. Um, I'm going to come on to something later on um, about the kind of the future of the Dragons, which is something that could take up a, a podcast in its own right. But mm. just quickly on that fixture, are you saying Dragons win? Yeah, Dragons win. I um, I think we're going to win that six points to three. Oof. Yes, very I, think, I, think it, I think it'd be a fifteen point win to the Dragons. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll see. I hope that is the case. As always, I'm kind of on the area on the side of caution. Uh, also on the Friday night, Scarlets versus Ulster. That should be a cracker. Yeah, I think so. Real cracker. I'm going to back Scarlets. Are you? Yeah. Again, they kind of got absolutely done over in um, 
in Belfast earlier on in the year. Different, uh, different story. This it's a different Scarlets now, isn't it? It is a different Scarlets, yeah. Um, totally different, and they'll be uh, they'll be they're, they're in they're in good shape, good form, aren't they? And they'll be super confident as well. So I'm going to back uh, back them down there. Well, and some of those players we've mentioned, um, someone we didn't bring up actually it was Jake Ball, who's oh, been an absolute yeah. colossus. Yeah, he's been absolutely immense, isn't he? Um, so good to see him back. Uh, you know, back of the the best of his game. I think it was 2015, wasn't it, when he was sort of you know in the uh, in the Welsh setup, um, as in starting. And he's he's an absolute shoe in at the moment. He was he was immense. He was immense over the Christmas period. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think uh, the way that that front five has turned into a, a really kind of cohesive, mean unit, which has always been, even when Scar you know, Scarlets or Fenethley were. We're playing some really good rugby. That it's not often been the kind of the type five that's been driving that, but they've really yeah. kicked on, and, and the the backs have, have reaped the benefit. Yeah, yeah, he's quality. I mean, just watching his tackling, he was leveling everyone, wasn't he? he wasn't just sort of uh, from uh, below the below the shoulder line. Yeah, uh, a few of them maybe a little bit suspect. But, oh, well, um, we'll see how that affects him. No, it was great. It was great to see. Yeah, big fan. Uh, big fan of Jake Ball, and it's really good to see him play that well because again, it gives options for. Uh, Gives options for Wales. He started following us on Twitter this week as well, which is yeah, good. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah nice. he's in. He's in. Was he twenty five as well? Yeah, so plenty more to come. Twenty five, great yeah. beard. He's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a serious, serious uh, beard. That isn't it? It is. No messing yeah. around. Strong, strong. Um, yeah, brilliant. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to back Scarlets to get a result there as well. But I think well, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, because there is uh, there is class in that Ulster side. But um, yeah, really exciting, um, exciting fixture that one. Ospreys are home to Connacht. On the Saturday, Ospreys win. Yeah, I think points. so. I think more actually. Do you? Yeah, I do. I think. Um, Lucky, how are you feeling, right? <laughs> <laughs> I I've been really impressed with Ospreys this year. I think they've got plenty of good players across the board. Developed really good strength in depth. A lot of players who were kind of either youth players or fringe players like Cracknell have come on and been absolute. Um, Absolute war horses for yeah. them this year, and that's you know that's with you know we saw kind of last year Underhill be a fantastic prince. He's been missing virtually the whole mm. season this year, but they haven't missed him because they're like and you know Lydia's out injured. Yeah, yeah. Lydia won't get back in that. Team. I know he won't. Will he? There's no way. To be fair to Osprey as well, we said we said that the you know Wayne Pivak and Stephen mm. Jones have picked you know players on form. So the Ospreys have as well, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And you know, just look at the hookup, just look at the hookup berth as well, and and yeah. They've uh, they've done a cracking job, haven't they? Yeah, and I think they're they're starting to come into their own now. So I think they're going to be too powerful for um, for Connacht, especially at the Liberty. And yeah, I, I think I think that's going to be a, a full try yeah. bonus point win. Yeah, I think they got, I think the Ospreys. I think Tandy. That's why he was really really disappointed the game went ahead because he knew it was going to be difficult to get a bonus mm. point get a bonus point win. I think. And I think just, yeah, they just couldn't play there, could they? they they're going to be in the playoffs for me. I think yeah. the Ospreys are going well, and if they're not in the playoffs, they'll be they'll be disappointed. Yeah. So uh, important that they get that win. Side that is struggling to to look like an outfit that's going to make the playoff is the Blues. They're away at Glasgow. I, they they won't get a win there the way Glasgow are going. They're mm. in they're in they're in fine form, aren't they? Um, they're a class act. They are. They're, it's basically the Scottish side, isn't mm. it? Um, yeah, loads and loads of quality throughout the side. One player for the Blues, I think, who's, who's gone, who's impressed over the Christmas period was uh, Christian Dacey. Yeah, he's gone very well. Yeah, got through a lot of work, didn't he? A lot of tackling, a lot of carrying. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him go again. Yeah, good good options for Wales, actually, as well with yeah, okay, um, yeah. with, with, um, with Dacey playing so well because there's a lot of form players. Like we said, you know, 
Ken Owens has has kind of made that that shirt his own. Sam Parry's dislodged Scott Baldwin yeah. from um, from his position at, as kind of first choice hooker at, at the Ospreys, and Elias is challenging Owens. It's good to see. It's good to see lots of different uh, lots of different options within there. So if Daisy carries on this way, you know, it is great to see. Yeah, in a lot of positions, we've got more depth than we've ever had, haven't we? Even mm. and we've got a we've got a big big injury list, haven't we, at the moment for for Wales? But yeah, no, it's good. It is. Uh, so yeah, that's the kind of fixtures um, for the weekend. Just going to finish with a, a roundup of news from from elsewhere. So as I said, there's um, yeah, kind of Martin Phillips has has uh, outlined a report this week, um, and kind of part of the headlines out of it are that Double R you wouldn't rule out a takeover of the Dragons. Yeah. What do you make of that? I, I'm not. I mean, well, they've got fifty percent at the moment. Haven't yeah, they, they have. Um, Something, something has. There's to, no other option. It's, something has to. No be one's going to no, buy them. No, no, no one's coming in. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know. There's a lot of talk on Twitter, isn't there? About is it, you know, is it the right thing? Um, but they, that, yeah. they, they can't get, they can't get private investment, can they? So mm. what, what? There's no other option. Yeah, I can see that being the case. Is whether or not it sets a precedent for, um, for the rest, for the rest, and you know it. I think he's he's kind of quoted as saying each region is, is is different, and that's very true. The dragons are in are in real dire straits now, and it, and it cannot carry on the way it is. It looks like a mess from from top to bottom, you know, even right down to the even right down to the pitch. The pitch sums it all yeah, up, doesn't it? Really, um, I mean, you know, from the pitch through to this kind of spat with with Andrew Coombs the other week about mm. about player welfare. So, I mean, the, the whole thing does not look good, and it all fundamentally boils down to. There's no money there. Yeah, they cannot compete with the way it is. Whether or not it's right that the the union takes over is a is probably a different question for a different day. But um, but yeah, again, a, an interesting one nonetheless. Yeah. Um, another thing that kind of came out of this was the there's going to be no eighteen fixtures <laughs> this uh, this year. It's something that has been mooted for so long. The eighteen coming back. I was yeah. really excited about this. I was. Yes. Yeah, so so exciting and so disappointing. I mean, they they picked the side, didn't they? And yeah, that's, that's, that's hilarious. It's um, uh, yeah, that's and then it's just annoying to be in this situation. That can't get a, can't can't get get a fixture. fixture. I think it's going to be what two thousand two thousand eighteen. I think mm. before we've got a before we've got a uh, a game because it's it's going to have to be, isn't it, against England or uh, or Ireland? How necessary do you think? Um, well, I I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I just it's it's just probably gonna be difficult for releases, isn't it? Yeah, and, uh, well, that's the yeah. You know, was it Russia and Georgia problem. mentioned? So, I guess it, it's just so easy with it being England or or, or uh, England or Ireland. But yeah, annoying. Really yeah, annoying. I I think so. Um, yeah, I just think it would be it'd be a great way of bridging the gap. Then maybe you know our head coach wouldn't feel so scared about throwing players in at the deep end if they've had some international experience yeah. with the with the A's. Um, so yeah, I know. I think I, st- I still think there's it's an important part of of player development. But uh, yeah, we'll kind of see how that pans out. And we'll finish uh, with some transfer news as we always do. Fair bit of goings on actually. Big yeah. news this week. The biggest news of all. Cardiff Blues signing B J Edwards. Yeah, great name. Firstly. Yeah, great name. B J Edwards. Yeah, and, some uh, rather immature sn- snickers there. Um, yeah. Hell of a tash on him. Yeah, sports a proper proper tash there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Australian second row who hasn't really featured for Bristol. I mean, he's he's just injury cover, isn't yeah, he? He's, really? had a, he's had a couple. Yeah, he's kept a, a games, isn't he? But uh, yeah. I watched a, a few clips on YouTube. Um, a bit of an odd an odd sign in there. Yeah, I yeah, um, I just think it's it's um, it's presumably you know kind of close links between Wilson and 
Wilson and Bristol still um, yeah. and his short-term cover. I was kind of uh, obviously just teasing that there because the the big news this week is still kind of ongoing rumours of of Halfpenny and where he's going to end up. Uh, where do you think he'll be? What do you think he'll do? It's really, really difficult to say. I, ultimately, money talks, doesn't it? So if so, you staying? I think if they're gonna if they're happy to give him a decent contract. I think he's going to end up in France. Whether or not it's with Toulon, I don't know. But I think he's going to end up outside of Wales. Yeah. I, I think I think he'll stay. I think he'll it's stay. It's a short but, career. You know, yeah. it really is. And, and he's enjoying it, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's got opportunity to, to win European honours and and has, uh, has done so. It's going to be hard to turn that and the money down, you know, because you never know. A player who suffered injuries like he has. Yeah. I don't know. I'm always kind of a bit... I try not to stick the boot into players too much when they choose to take that paycheck because you just think, well, what would I do if I was yeah, in that exactly. situation? Exactly. You 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 take it, wouldn't you? He's Although, yeah, looking at Grenoble the other um, the other week, maybe they are looking for out of shape thirty one year old players who haven't played rugby for <laughs> uh, for a very long time because um, I think I could probably slot right into their side. Um, You'd be starting a ten. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, imagine that. Like yeah. Keelan Giles looking up and seeing me in front of him. <laughs> Someone who's uh, who's definitely not going to be playing their uh, their rugby in Wales next year is DTH van der Merwe. He's he's yeah, agreed he's to go and join Newcastle. Couldn't yeah. compete, could they, on the money front? Yeah, um, he's been he's he's great to watch, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's a very good player. You know, I, I would argue that you haven't seen his best rugby while he's been at the Scarlets. I think he's impressed a lot more in um, in other shirts, you know, including the, the Canadian shirt. I don't know, maybe Scarlets fans would say I was wrong, but um, no, I, yeah, from. You know, they, 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 I think Scarlet fans would probably agree with you. I, they, you st- I think we've still seen enough of him. He's still quality. He's a quality guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, a player. He is. He's um, um, but yeah, he's a proven finisher. He's come into the coming the tail end ish of his career, isn't he? And uh, again, money's come in, and he can't turn it down, can he? He can't, and he's set to continue his career as a fireman, yeah, so playing rugby as well. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh well. I don't know what that means, but um. No. Uh, I got, yeah, I was just trying to lead it into a kind of cheesy link segue. I think I've got one now. Come on, Ed. One fire that has been put out of the Scarlets is it looks as though Hadley Parks is uh, is set to stay. Yeah, yeah. That's... You mean yeah? Come on. <laughs> Something for that. No, no. But uh, as we said, he's a, he's an absolute gem of a player. Yeah, they, so, they can't let it. Yeah, can't let him go. That'll be uh, that'll be great news. But again, that kind of brings us to. Uh, to a conclusion with this week so again plenty of rugby to, to get stuck into over this weekend and um, we'd love to hear what uh, your thoughts are particularly as we've said if you are a, uh, a fan of a, of a premiership club so get in contact with us at Attacking Scrum on Twitter or on Facebook and um, oh yeah one thing I forgot as well is, uh, is to, to leave us a review because um, I don't know if you understand the way these things work Dan right but there are some very complicated algorithms out there algorithms yeah. Yeah. now I don't know exactly what that means but it's some kind of magical uh, code that um, or kind of mathematical formula that means the more reviews we get on iTunes the easier it is for people to find us right Yeah. and as right. we said before we're just a pair of chumps who set this up and um, without necessarily knowing what we're doing so if you leave us a review um, it helps uh, it helps us kind of get found so Quick, uh, a couple of reviews that, that people have left us, which is very, um, which is very kind. So this one, this one made me chuckle. So this is from uh, someone called Victor nine nine one one nine nine O H, which is uh, quite the code. Is that a signing name? Yeah, it is. Has said um, uh, it's the Scotch Egg of rugby podcasts. Keep talking, boys. Thoroughly enjoy that. I'm chuffed to bits with that. 
is without doubt my favourite pork-based snack is a scotch egg. Yeah, I absolutely love a scotch egg. Yeah. A really good, fine scotch egg. Um, yeah, I'm good with a with a slutty scotch egg as well. I'm good with a yeah with a cheap garage forecourt Alan Partridge style scotch egg. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with that as well. I think I, 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 I like yeah. I like one in a pub with um you know with a, a warm centre as well. You know? Ooh, yeah, I could do one of them now. Actually. Yeah, I know. I am. Should we go for one? Yeah, let's let's grab a scotch yeah. egg after this. Um, and then also. Uh, one from Benny from Cardiff, which is a lot easier to say. It says, best Welsh rugby podcast out there, probably by default, but uh, nonetheless, um, which is very kind of Benny. And uh, that subtitle says, a brilliant and charismatic host. Oh, which one, though? That's the, that's the question. Is it, is it me? Is it you? I don't think it's me. Oh, see, I, think, I, think you're being, I think you're being unfair there. But um, nonetheless, thanks for, uh, for taking the time yeah, to leave the review. So, yeah, if you, if you drop a review on iTunes, we'll make sure we, uh, we give you a shout-out on air as well because uh, we do appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, thanks again for listening. Tell your mates, tell your friends, leave us a review. Thanks again. Podcast Network.